Weird setup, I'll explain that in a bit. But what I want to talk about, as you probably noticed from the title, is passwords. Everybody loves passwords. They're amazing. So here's the deal. Honest, security pro out to you guys. Um, passwords suck. But they are the least suckiest of a plethora of sucky solutions. So you might have noticed, and I did a quick video on it last night, that Twitter made an announcement that they um, are currently had an issue internally where they were logging passwords before the hashing process, which means the passwords were exposed in Twitter logs um, unencrypted. So they were encrypting them down the stream, but before they were encrypted, they accidentally got logged. They fixed that error, but in the meantime, that means all 330 million plus Twitter users have had what's called an initiating event. Um, now, there's new password guidance, and the reason why I use that term initiating event is because the new password guidance says everything we told you about old password management was wrong. Sorry. So this guidance came out in October of 2017 from NIST, the National Institute for Standards in Technology, I think. Don't hold me to that one. But it is the standards body and sort of the guidance uh, that most people look to. And previous guidance from NIST around passwords was what everyone's familiar and comfortable with. Um, you know, at least eight characters, um, mixed case, throw in a, a number or a symbol, and change it every uh, 90 days. Turns out that goes against math and human psychology, and it ends up with a whole bunch of crappy passwords. In fact, those rules sort of optimize for poor password outcomes. So think about that for a minute. Our official guidance for years has actually driven worse security outcomes than what logic and sort of math would dictate. So NIST updated these standards last year. They are slowly kind of rolling out. Um, people are getting on board. But here's a great opportunity with the Twitter password change to implement them. So the new NIST guidelines, um, I'll get to the specifics in a second, but the gist of the new NIST guidelines are you shouldn't change your password that often, maybe once a year, or in the face of an initiating event. So Twitter is an initiating event for your Twitter account password, and that's the only account you use that password for, right? Maybe? Please? So you should only be using one, you should be using a unique password for every single account you're using. Um, but this is an initiating event because your password was exposed. So you should logically then go and change it. Um, but then you don't have to change it again for at least another year unless something else happens. That sounds far more logical, doesn't it? So you can pick better passwords and stronger passwords and not have to worry about having password one, password two. Password three. So the second critical piece of the new NIST guidance is that you shouldn't be using passwords. You should be using pass phrases. Now, I won't dive deep into the math, even though I'm super tempted with my whiteboard back there. Um, it, but basically what it ends up is this, is that the longer the password, um, the more probable password or possible passwords there are. So that's why we always said, you know, at least eight characters, because eight characters got you into a zone where um, every character space, you could put, you know, A to Z, caps or lowercase, um, and numbers and symbols. And basically, you started to, to increase the probable combinations or the possible combinations. And the longer you go for every single one you add, that is a massive spike in the potential uh, or the possible combinations for your password. So that's why we always said longer was better. But of course, the longer it is, the harder it is to actually remember. So it turns out when you talk to psychologists or neuroscientists, they give you some tricks about how humans remember information. And NIST has a great um, 
example of this up and I'll link to it uh, in a minute. It's actually in the video I posted on Twitter yesterday and in a couple of the tweets since then, but I'll retweet it out again. They have a great little uh, article that explains how to pick a strong passphrase. So a passphrase should be at least four words, preferably more, that are essentially random. Um, but humans can't remember random stuff very well. So you can either use a mnemonic, um, so some way of like, sort of the first letters mean something to you in your head, or better yet, they're recommending actually like a visual. So if you can see here and behind me, uh, I've got a whiteboard, there's maybe an image of a, of the light reflecting from there, and a picture of uh, my wall art has got some, uh, some chairs in it. Um, and uh, you can see the kid's closet because I forgot to close the door. So you can see that's not creepy eyes from a cat, that's actually reflecting in the back of sneakers. Um, so I could say maybe something like uh, whiteboard light chair sneakers. Um, so whiteboard light chair sneakers, that's four. I could keep going ideally, but if I can picture this in my mind, it's a lot easier for me to remember that as a passphrase. Now I know the the, the pushback right away is, well, wait a minute, isn't that just dictionary words together? Yes, it is. And that reduces it so you're not purely calculating um, possible characters. You're actually looking at sequence of words together so that when an attacker tries to break your password, um, they're not just randomly throwing characters together, they're actually going to cycle through words. But it turns out that the math holds up that that is still significantly more complicated than a password um, that's 10 random characters um, strung together. And it's far more easier for me to remember whiteboard, light, chair, sneakers. Um, See, so yeah, I actually remember that. I hope you can rewind the video and check that. Um, it's actually far easier for me to, rem uh, to remember that than it is to remember just a random string of crap. Um, so passphrases are the way to go. Um, that's awesome. That's great guidance. Now it's going to take a while for systems to catch up. Thankfully, a lot of SaaS services already allow you to enter longer passwords. And this was part of the NIST guidance as well, which basically said, stop with the bullshit of uh, capping people's passwords. We've all tried to do that where it's like, oh, your password has to be at least or less than 12 characters. Horrible security guidance. Atrocious. Your password should be able to be as long as you want. Um, the current official guidance is 256 characters, which is pretty darn long. Um, realistically, if you're building password systems, just let people store pretty much as much as they want, um, maybe up to 1,024, um, you know, just because if you have to have a cap there. Uh, but that's the, the new guidance is basically passphrase um, and change your password when there's an initiating event. Now, there is a tool, there are a set of tools out there that you can make this even easier. You can use what's called a password manager. Now, that password manager is essentially like a vault of passwords, um, and it normally normally has a generating tool, so it can generate a long like 32 or 64 character string of random crap. You never have to remember it. You use your passphrase to unlock that password manager and then it will enter those into your web app for you or um, you can copy and paste it and put it in. So I have no idea what my new password, Twitter password is. I can tell you the parameters of that password. Um, it's 32 characters, complex, um, lots of symbols, lots of mix um, in there. It's a really, really strong password. I'll never have to see it or type it in my life. I will simply copy and paste it from my password manager or it will uh, push it through automatically through a browser extension. Um, I remember the strong password phrase that I've set up to unlock that tool. There's a bunch of commercial offerings out there. There's also a bunch of free ones out there. So do some research. Um, there's, uh, it's really hard to go wrong with that. Usability is really key around there though because you want it on your phone, on your tablet, on your laptop, that kind of stuff. So um, the other thing I was recommending really strongly here is to enable login authentication 
for Twitter. So uh, that's multi-factor where it sends you a message, um, a text message. Again, not infallible, but using a passphrase and login uh, authentication, you're going to re- really reduce the re- uh, risk. Um, and Twitter has a really slick thing. I was really excited when I saw this. Um, I know that's a super nerdy thing to say, um, but I was quite excited when I saw this on um, uh, yesterday when I changed my Twitter password, was that they actually actively prompt you and say, hey, there are X amount of applications connected to your Twitter account. Do you want to review them right now? Pro tip, yeah, you do. Um, look at them, walk through them, and see what's connected. If you don't recognize it, disconnect it. If you're not using it anymore, disconnect it. Um, they will, if you are regularly using it, you made a mistake, it'll ask you to reconnect to your Twitter account. Um, but third-party connections is how uh, a lot of people end up embarrassed sometimes when that third-party uh, account gets hacked. Um, so a good good set of little hygiene here. Super frustrating, but good opportunity to talk about this because at the end of the day, passwords suck. But they're the best thing that we have right now, and they're sort of the best solution out of a set of crappy ones. I mean, there's really no way to put that, better way to put that. Um, There's lots of experiments, lots of science, a lot of research going on in security to try to make passwords uh, a thing of the past and do better alternatives. We're seeing a little bit of it with, like, I'm here on an iPhone X with Face ID, with the Touch ID on the iPads. Um, That's not infallible. They're always backed up by passwords anyway. Um, But we're getting there. In the meantime, passphrases, not passwords, and you can take the NIST guidelines and go back to your IT security teams internally and say, hey, stop getting us to change our passwords every 90 days. That's not even the best guidance anymore. We should be all passphrases and change it every year or after an initiating event like this Twitter leak. So that's my rant for this morning. Um, you'll probably see a lot more from me on this. I think it's a pretty common thing um, that we all struggle with, yet we don't have to. This can be a little bit easier. I'm going to have a post up on markn.ca shortly. Um, I put the Twitter thing out yesterday, um, which uh, has got really good response. It's also up on LinkedIn and, and um, Facebook. Just a quick little, hey, this happened. Switch your passwords. Um, as always, hit me up here uh, on Twitter. At MarkNCA, um, most social networks, that's me. Always happy to talk about this. What do you think about passwords? What's your passphrase strategy? Um, did you know about passphrases? Uh, let's talk. Let's have a discussion. As always, security is better when we all work together. I hope you are set up for a fantastic and phenomenal Friday. Um, enjoy the weekend. I will talk to you on Monday.